Uh, good morning. Um, great to see you this morning. My name's Jamie, if we haven't met. And let's take a look this morning at our reading, uh, which is Hebrews chapter 10, beginning at verse 19. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened up for us through the curtain that is his body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope that we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Do you see the day approaching? It's quite difficult to sort of see anything at the moment, isn't it? It's quite difficult to see when we're going to emerge from all this mess. And just as, as Ken was saying, the vaccine is vital, but it's not going to fix everything. And, and here in our passage today, the writer of Hebrews is calling us, he's inviting us to, to see a much greater day approaching, the, the day when everything will be put right, the day when Jesus returns. And the day is coming towards us. The danger is, is that we can, we can lose our, our stamina, our expectancy, our urgency. And so we're invited in this passage to do three things. Three times uh, he says, let us. And if you would accept these invitations, you would live an, an all the more kind of life. All the more ready to meet with Jesus, uh, all the more hopeful, all the more fulfilled, and all the more resilient when becoming a follower, when being a follower of Jesus is not getting any easier. So just over the next few minutes, let's briefly have a look at each of these uh, let us as. The, the first let us is in verse 22, where he writes, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings. There's not a great deal of a full assurance going about at the moment, is there? And I wonder, have you, have you mucked it up this week? Have you got it completely wrong? Did you not live on fire for Jesus? Well, I want to encourage you that, that having a sincere heart is not something that we muster up ourselves. Have a read of, of verse 19 to 21. Have a read and, and you get a glimpse of the efforts and the length, the extent to which Jesus has gone to draw near to you. Drawing near to God is all about Jesus having already drawn near to you. In the, in the temple, uh, the high priest would go into a place called the Holy of Holies just once a year. But you have your own personal priest. His name is Jesus Christ. And because he died uh, for you and me on the cross, we have access to God 24-7. And that's why Jesus died. He died to know you. He, he died to be near you. And if you're finding it hard to, to worship wholeheartedly in this season, then be encouraged that, that Jesus is the only one who has provided acceptable worship to God. There is nothing that you can do to, to get your way in. We see in verse 19 that your confidence is only in the blood of Jesus. 
Do you know? Do you know this, this full assurance of your, your heart sprinkled, your body washed in the blood of Jesus? What are you afraid of? What are you guilty of? What are you fearful of? Because verse 19 and 20 show us that, that Jesus, he died for us. And verse 21 shows us that, that Jesus, he prays for us. So go to Jesus. Let us draw near to God with confidence and a sincere heart. That's the first let us. The second let us is this. In verse 23, let us hold unswervingly to the hope that we profess, for he who promised is faithful. He's saying, you know, be like a dog with a bone, stubborn with the hope that we profess. My hope is not in the vaccine. My hope is not in a good night's sleep. It's not in the stock market picking up. My hope is in one thing and one thing alone. It's not in ideologies, it's not in movements, it's not in personalities. You know, do not get sidetracked, do not, do not get distracted. My hope is in Jesus and it's in Jesus alone. My, my hope is located in these uh, three, in these verses that we've looked at. And I need, I need reminding of these on an hourly basis because he who promised is faithful. And so this year, when the proverbial's hitting the fan, when the, when the chips are down, when the wind's up, when the waves are tumbling, he who promised is faithful. And even when you and I are faithless, Jesus, he is faithful. So let us draw near and let us hold unswervingly. And finally, verse 24, we read, let us consider... Let us consider how we may spur one another on to love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together. I remember chatting to a, a friend who'd moved out of town, and you know, his, his Christian CV is impeccable, uh, selfless and sacrificial and sparkling. And he said to me, Jamie, I, I thought I had the maturity that, that when I left London that my life with Jesus would just be on track. I could keep going without, without others around me. I think, I think that danger is true, whether we're in Clapham or whether we're outside of Clapham, whether, even if we're in Clapham, but we're isolated. It's, it's why the, the writer of, of Hebrews uh, talks about this habit of not meeting up. You know, lockdown, it's sort of a, it's a petri dish for, for bad habits. And, and to get out of bad habits, you and I need a plan. So, so the writer of Hebrews says, let us consider, let us meditate on, let us devise ways and be strategic and scheme and plot and plan how we might encourage one another, spur one another on. The only other time the writer of the, the book of Hebrews uses this word consider is in chapter three, where the writer says, consider Jesus. You know, in other words, be obsessed with, focus on, look at, study, and let your mind be occupied with him. And so do you see this progression, this momentum here in our passage? You know, be preoccupied with Jesus and what he has done for you, but also be preoccupied with one another. Each and every one of us needs encouraging. And at different times, that's going to be some of us more than others. And the way that we do that is by showing up and holding each other to the hope that we profess. After a long day, I find, uh, for me, all, all, all too much the temptation is to, to live my life small, to live my life curved in on myself and, and not pick up the phone, to not shoot off a, a text, to not pray for others. 
But I find that when I do, I find that I'm so encouraged as a result. But there's more to it than that, isn't, isn't there? You know, amidst the chaos, community is not just a good idea. It's not only common sense, but we see here in this passage that community is a command. You know, Jesus, he is coming back. And will he find lone range Christians that consume content? Or will he find his church consumed with zeal for the house of the Lord? You know, that, that fervor that Ken was talking about, that fervor for Jesus, that fervor for the church, that, that cares enough to be strategic, that cares enough to, to be considered about the church community and about Jesus Christ. And I know that's not what the trajectory of the, of the Christian life is supposed to be. You're supposed to start out your, your Christian walk wide-eyed in wonder at who Jesus is and, and not being socially aware of what's socially acceptable to, to say about what Jesus is doing in your life. And, and slowly but surely, you just sink into something that you think is more sustainable. But that's not the momentum here. The momentum here is, is all the more. It's all the more focused on Jesus. It's all the more focused on encouraging one another. And it's all the more focused on loving one another, very, very practically. And we're being called to more. We're being called to maturity. You know, I'm not consuming church. I am part of the church. And so you and I, we can each gather already on fire with what Jesus has done for us and what he is doing for us and ready to pass it on. You and I, we, we read Hebrews and we see that it, it accurately reflects what is going on around us, people giving up meeting together. And you and I, we have a decision to make. Will we be more and more formed by other habits that just set in? Or will, will we be formed by the habit of simply showing up and being open to what God wants to do in us and what God wants to do through us? to be engaged in the dynamic of what we read in verse 20, this, this new and living way, saturated with the presence of God, bringing the hope and the power and the presence of Jesus to everyone that we meet, riding the wave, riding the momentum of the church, all the more encouraged and all the more encouraging and all the more committed to seeing all the more people come to live a life that is all the more. Amen. Amen.